You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, T3, Ted Keys. Ted, it's November 12th, and the city of New York is about to go in flames. Can you believe it? We're already done with week Listen, one. Listen, at least we're Passover, at least we're Passover reaction Monday. Like, <laughs> you can check out Keys to the City on all social media platforms, by the way. But like, oh, like, like as a New York fan, to think about this whole year, we're going to get into everything else that happened in week one, a wild, wild week one. I mean, upsets, we had disappointments, we had performances. Let me just say this, the two best players in football after this week are Tua and Tyreek Hill. You can put whoever you want, number one or two. But after this week, everybody else is like down here, and those two were just on another level. This holy hell, what an offense! If he I can mean, stay healthy, defensively, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, and Micah Parsons. TJ Watt's the best. I don't care what anybody says. I will fight to the day that I will take TJ Watt over anybody. Miles Garrett had a pretty good weekend, and so did TJ so Watt Mike had Parsons. three. TJ Watt had three sacks this week, and don't, so did Micah, and Micah no, Parsons. Had, Micah, and Micah only had one sack, and Miles Garrett only had one sack. TJ Watt is an absolute. Superstar, so good. He's so Nick good. Bo- Nick Bosa, my defensive player of the year, is looking great, but my MVP is in question. We're going to be talking about that because there was a lot of elite quarterbacks that didn't live up to the term elite this weekend. But Ted, I was just saying, as I, as we come on to the show this Tuesday afternoon after Week One, is I guess we have to get prepared for hockey and basketball season. Well, let's just put it this way. If we were doing a show yesterday, oh. we had we had our number one topic. We thought oh, it could yeah. not. We thought it couldn't get any worse oh. than a 49, 40 to nothing beatdown on Sunday night. Come on, don't give Dallas fifty points listen, now. Come on, forty's good enough. Listen, we thought that was that was the story of the weekend. That was yeah. the story of the weekend. Seven, other than Tyree Kill, other than Tyree Kill, seven two months we waited, and what? I was in bed by halftime. Me, you, and dad. I even talked to mom. He's like, oh, yeah, he's in bed. I was like, how about you? You were going to bed. And me, I was going to bed at halftime. I was so amped up for what Sunday night was supposed to be. And in a matter of seconds, in a matter of minutes, I mean, if you want to go seconds, we can go right over to the next night because the inevitable, I mean, Ted, you just said it. The Giants, they were the talk of probably week one. Up until 24 hours later, when Aaron Rodgers and it's official, Aaron Rodgers completely ruptured his Achilles. So we have to wait another year to see Aaron Rodgers possibly with the New York Jets. If he decides to come back, I don't, I don't anticipate him to retire, especially after the way that this. But just think about this: these two teams and New York sports, the, the Yankees, the Mets, the expectations that we're heading into the season. Both teams are not making the playoffs. And now the New York Giants and the New York Jets. Yes, the New York Jets won. And I've been saying this. They won the battle last night. But it just feels like the war they might have just lost. Because of the fact that Aaron Rodgers is done. And they're like, come on. Let's be honest. All we heard for months and months since April, since it became official, this was the Lord and Savior for the New York Jets. I'm not saying he's Jesus Christ, literally. 
But really, this was the Lord and Savior for this Jets franchise. So, Ted, I'm going to ask you, if you're a Jet fan or a, or a Giant fan, who should feel more defeated after Monday or Tuesday or Sunday or Monday? Is it the Jets or is it the New York Giants? They get shut out by their arch rival. The team that's been kicking the shit out of them for so long continues that trend. And then the New York Jets with huge aspirations, Super Bowl possibility, and in a matter of minutes, that might have just gone out the window. Ted, who should feel more defeated? In the moment, the Giants. But in the long run, like you said, it's the Jets. Because here's the thing. I never expected the Giants to make the Super Bowl this year. They're not good enough. They were never good well, enough. You expected to- them to make the playoffs. At least bounce off of last year's season. Yeah, that's, that's fine. We, we, that's fine. Whatever. The NFL is about one thing. Winning a Super Bowl. With Aaron Rodgers at the helm for the New York Jets, Yeah, they had an opportunity to make they it did. to the Super Bowl and possibly win it. Yes. With no Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson as their quarterback, they have no chance of winning a Super Bowl. Can they make the playoffs still? Probably. What Zach Wilson has to do is not lose them games. Like, he cannot be as bad as he was last year. He just has to be sufficient enough where they're not losing games. Because even last night – now, listen, we could say the Jets won last night. Sorry, but the best player – the best player for the New York Jets last night was Josh Allen. Josh Allen literally gave the Jets the game last night. Listen, I'm not saying – I'm not discrediting the Jets. The Jets' defense is ferocious. But They're Jordan Whitehead last night had three picks last night. He got his $250,000 bonus because They're of Josh legit. Allen last night. Yeah. He needed two picks to get his bonus. He got three. He yeah, got him more the first game. Right? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen had four turnovers. Fumbling the ball. Throwing the ball, I have no idea where to. I mean, and then after the game, he's like, what's wrong? And he's like looking like, I don't know what happened. I don't know who threw those. Bro, what were you doing? He's had 90 turnovers including the playoffs since 2018, and it's not even close who's in second. It doesn't even matter who's in second. You want to talk about a team that was last year's darling, that is this year's team going, okay, they still got a good team. Josh Allen is their biggest nemesis. He's the reason why the Bills can't overcome anything right now. He's the one that's turning the ball over. Last, If he plays – Listen, if he doesn't turn the ball over last night or play, only throws one pick, the Bills win the game. I don't know what he was doing last night. You can give credit to the Jets. Yep. But Josh Allen last night, four turnovers, bro. Like, and then he's like, well, same play, same shit. Like, bro, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, Josh, Zach Wilson has beaten you twice in New York two years in a row. Zach Wilson, he wasn't great last night. Not by any means. By any, but considering the situation, having to come into the game where he really hasn't taken any first-team reps all season, yeah. really the, the game plan and everything that was schemed, like you talked about when you started the show, everything was made for Aaron Rodgers, like everything. Nathaniel Hackett brought in Randall Cobb, Lazard, brought in the players that he wanted, ran mm-hmm. the offensive scheme. Everything was made for Aaron Rodgers. With no Aaron Rodgers now, I don't know what the Jets are. I really don't because go look at the rest of the next five, six games. They got Dallas this week. Then they got New England. Then they got Kansas City. And then they have um, – who the hell? I mean, shit. They got I mean, Oakland, there's the – I mean, I mean there's, they're, there's, they're, there's, and then you still got their division, which Miami looks like – An offensive jugger, uh, An offensive juggernaut. Might be the best team in the AFC. You know, you're still going to have to go to the – 
that AFC in general is still stacked. Jets got the Jets the got the Cowboys this week in Dallas, which now looks like. I mean, good luck to that. I mean, that offense line had their issue. I mean, Rodgers was already getting beat up the first couple of plays, and then the 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 awful injury comes up. This Cowboys defense, well, we just saw what they did on Sunday night. Then they play the Patriots, who look like a different Patriot team. They're going to be tough. You got Belichick, they're home. Then they play the Chiefs. Then they're at Denver. That will always be a tough matchup. Then they play Philly, the Giants, Chargers, Raiders, and Bills is what I'm looking at in the first, I think. And then it's their bye. Then the Dolphins and the Falcons. I don't even know where the bye is. I skipped their bye, but that's who their schedule is. So it ain't going to get any easier. And this weekend is... uh, it's huge because yeah, you play Dallas. Yeah, you're one and zero. Yeah, you beat an, your division rival last night. But we know that we know the bigger picture. I, I say the term defeated with the Jets, and people might say, "Why are you saying defeated?" Because the Jets won. Well, you got to look at the bigger picture, ladies and gentlemen. The, the Jets, they didn't come into this season saying, "Okay, we're going to run it back with Zach Wilson again." Like this is very simple. Pretty much is the same team from last year now. Well, the with offense the, is, with the the offense with the addition of Dalvin Cook. Now you got Lassard, you got Randall Cobb, Uzama. You have pieces that you added, but it's very, very similar. This defense is legit, is, is dominant, one of the top three defenses in football right now. But we, this is what we just saw, and Zach Wilson, by no means, did not play great last night. But like Ted, you said it, you said it perfectly. Josh Allen was the, the best player on the Jets. Uh, there's nothing else to say. I mean, I love Josh Allen, but he's he's taken a big dive into what has happened since that divisional playoff game where he was he went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes, and we all know what happened. The rest is history with that game, bro. He's but he's never won a game in the uh, in overtime. Overtime, he's zero five. Yeah. He's zero five. He's got ninety turnovers since 2018. That's including the playoffs. All right, you. You, we when we talk about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, what do we what do we always jump on Dak for? The turnovers, the injury. You know, we used to jump on Eli, Kirk Cousins. You know, Carson Wentz. Some of the guys in the past few years that have that have had multiple. But he is a gunslinger. I mean, Favre was the same way. Oh, I know, but this is different. This Bills team it. is supposed to be a Super Bowl cow. If Josh Allen continues this trend, they are not going to the Super Bowl. They'll be lucky. If they even get in the playoffs, and you said it yeah. last week, and you said it last week too, next year his cap hit starts to go into place. So and, that's I, and, I, be- and I wonder, you know, I thought about this last night. I go, damn, we put our predictions out. Now, of course, people jump on it, seedings, this and that. And I go, listen, we, I was late. My fault by posting it. We look at it. <laughs> we had the Giants and Jets both in the playoffs. Of course, this was before the weekend. Mm-hmm. Rogers, Kurt, Giants got their ass kicked. Uh, we had Josh Allen winning the MVP last night. He'd be lucky. Well, right now the MVP is currently either Tua or Tyreek Hill because everybody else is way below because nobody else played well. I want to get to the New York Giants because we are Giant fans and we have. There's no way we're going a whole episode and not discussing what was on display on Sunday night because, like I said, we waited seven effing months for this new look team, and I get it. It's week one. I'm not going to lose my shit. I'm not going to jump in and be like, oh, Shane is a bad GM or shut up. When people start talking like that, just shut up. You sound stupid. Just just ridiculous when people start talking like that. But to say how the past two appearances we've seen the New York football giants on live television, 
to be outscored 78 to 7 to your arch rivals. And this is where the this is where the pedestal is. This the Eagles and the Cowboys are the two franchises that you're trying to get to. And we saw last year in the playoffs the Giants, by by no means like everybody else said, there was no reason why the Giants were even making it to the second round weekend of the NFL playoffs. But guess what? They did. Did they get their asses kicked? Yes, they did. So what do they do? They add speed. They added talent on the defense. They brought the whole coaching staff back. They had a pretty solid rock, rock solid draft. We're getting Thursday night football or Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. Now we all know if any Giant fan knows when you see Sunday night football, you see the four to thirty game, and the Dallas Cowboys are playing against them on Week One. You know that something could you mean, mean eight thirty. But I'm saying in general, 8.30 or 4.30, when you see that week one Dallas, you you have to anticipate that there could go something that is just, here we go well, again. Well, I mean, I sent you the stat yesterday. Giants versus the Cowboys and Eagles, they're two arch nemesis, really the top two teams that we dislike the most. They're 9-33. and 33 Yeah, the they're, last they're 10 awful. Years. Yeah. It's awful. They have, I don't think Dak's lost to the Giants. It's just like I had no uh, – no. I've had no words. No, he did. He did lose. He's lost a couple. No, that we, that season 2016, when he lost both of the games. He lost at home, and then he lost. Remember Terrence Williams went in, stayed in bounds when they had the opportunity to kick the field goal. I went nuts. You were you were had an. I was yeah. losing my mind. You told me to calm down because you had, you know, a, a fan that was an, a Dallas Cowboy. If you remember who I was talking about, you should calm down. I was like, bullshit. We're beating the Dallas Cowboys. They only two times I can remember that Dak Prescott lost to the Giants. And I think that's the only two times he has lost. But seven months in, we wait. And what we see is, yeah, the drive started off great. They moved the ball, went right down the field. And then just like the weather on Sunday night was, when it rains, it poured. And it got worse and worse. And the whatever you want to call it, the onslaught began. We didn't even get to see Dallas fully offensively. That's a the thing. They were just so good defensively and special teams-wise that they didn't have to do anything pretty much on offense. But yeah, he spotted to, Dak almost 19 points in the first it's quarter. Just, half. It's just so frustrating to know. Like, I had no words. Like, I was just like, people were like, oh, how are you guys feeling after yesterday's game? I'm like, I have no words. Like, what are you going to do? When you lose 40 to nothing to your arch rival, there's nothing to say because there was nothing good to watch or see or even discuss from Sunday night. Yeah. Now we're banking on going to the Arizona Cardinals and trying to save a season right now because the schedule, just like we talked about the Jets, doesn't get much easier either. Week three, <laughs> they got to go play the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday night football. We already saw how the 49ers look. We'll talk about them in a few. Then they got to play Seattle. Now they had one of the more disappointing losses in week one. And then you got to play the Dolphins, who look like a juggernaut offensively, like I said. And then the Bills at home on Sunday Night Football again. So, no, that, I believe that's at, uh, in Buffalo. Yeah, that's what I said. In oh, Buffalo, Sunday Night oh. Football. So, this game against the Arizona Cardinals, who, guess what, actually played pretty freaking tough against the commander team that we all thought the Cardinals were going to go 0 17, maybe. Played pretty tough. So, our season, I get it's only one week, and I don't want to overreact, and I get it because I am not. I don't want to be that way. But this season, with this schedule, the way that they performed on Sunday night, and I don't want to hear about the rain because that's a bad excuse. 
the Dallas Cowboys had to play too. They took care of business. So guess what? I don't want to hear it. So our season's going to come down to playing the Arizona Cardinals. No matter what Giant fans want to say, you can defend Daniel Jones. He didn't look good. The offensive line didn't look good. The defense can only do so much. Saquon Barkley had his moments, fumbled the ball. The receivers barely got the ball until third in the third quarter. Special teams. Everything that went wrong for the Giants went wrong for the Giants on Sunday night. There was Dude, nothing good to Dude, discuss. They won 40 to nothing. There was, yes. I woke Daniel up driving to work. Seven times. What was it? Yeah. Three turnovers. I mean, you sent me a stat that something in the NFL had never been. Ted, how many points done. did they have for you in fantasy football? Just for the average listener, how many what points the did they have? Oh, yeah. I had Dallas defense. Yeah, how much did they have? Almost Do you as remember? many points. Yeah, I 35. know how much they had. They had 35 <laughs> points for contacts. When you have 35 points as a defense in fantasy football, it's absurd. Usually you don't get that in no, five no, weeks. No. Four weeks, yeah. maybe at least. But hey, I got that in one game. We'll see how Sunday goes. But to see the season start the way it does for both New York teams, yes, the Jets are one and zero. But to see how their season kind of is now in up in the air to see how this is going to play out for them now that Rodgers is not coming I mean, back, and sure, then for the New York Giants, I just hope I see. And that's the thing. And I sure, wanted to sure, finish this. this. Hold on, let me finish with this because point because I said this to you before the show. It's fascinating. This is my final take on this on the New York teams. Giants and Jets. Think Yankees about Yankees and Mets. <laughs> Yankees and Mets. The Rangers think and Islanders. The, the, Ryan, the Rangers and Islanders. The Knicks the and Nets. Nets. Two big pitchers think are about trading. this. No, think about this. The Jets. Jason lost Dominguez their, has the- lost their Lord and Savior, Aaron Rodgers. Did they give up? Did they pack in their bags and say, yeah, I think we're done? They showed more fight with losing their guy than the Giants ever did in that entire 60 minutes. I didn't care if it was 3-0. You got the block kick. I didn't care if it was 6-0 because they missed the extra point. To just absolutely look like they had no fight moving forward for a team that has great coaching too is very concerned. It was very concerning for me. So that's all I'll finish with with the Giants and Jets. I just I'm laughing because they're technically the worst team in the league I mean, right now, Ted. I mean, you you look at you look at the season. We did a baseball preview early in March. That's we like, should right, probably Yankees, stop. Yankees we should probably Mets. stop doing predictions. Yankees and Mets, right? And they're like, all right, the Mets. You got maybe Verlander, Scherzer can recoup something. You got some young players. You got some talent. Yeah, where are they at now? <laughs> they're they're, in, they're in Texas. They're in Dallas. They're and they traded the both their pitchers away and the team. They traded half their team away and they're falling apart and they're a disaster. So you look at that and you're like, all right. And then the Yankees, what a what a season disaster that's been. And then the one bright spot late in the season, we were like, all right, we got someone we can build off an extra with with Judge and whatnot. He's getting Tommy John surgery, Jason Dominguez yesterday because he he tore his UCL out. What a time! So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, and that's a that's like a ten month, which means he's not coming back till next June. Which means, what do the Yankees do for center field next year? Because he would have been your starting center fielder, and then and you maybe you brought in Bellinger to play left field with Judge Stanton as your DH. I'm not. Ta- I don't even want to talk about yeah, baseball. So, yeah, I don't so, even want. I don't even want to, I'm not talking about baseball. With it, with it, but think about that. Baseball that was all, I lost. Baseball is a lost cause. But that was all within 48 hours. The Yankees, Dominguez situation. Yeah. Which, as a Yankee fan, and people still love Yankees in baseball, you know, you look at the future, what we can build off of some of the young guys. Like, all right, that's just that's a kick in the balls. 
the Giants, I'm so excited, so pumped. Sunday night. Oh football. my god, okay. I was stoked, bro. No, I was thing. so ready. No, here's the thing. I don't I forget who won this weekend with the picks. I did pick Dallas over the Giants, so I won again. I was opening. Yeah, you won again. Congratulations. But watching that game though the other night also made me feel like the Giants didn't belong on the same field as the Cowboys, which is really sad. <sighs> because they just they they didn't have anything. You would have thought maybe the night before September when it's Sunday night football, the place would have been rocking. Like that place last night, the Jets, what a game. I mean, I understand. But that's what I'm saying. For them to fight back. Here's the thing. The balloon didn't pop last night. It got deflated, but they said there wasn't a sound. There wasn't a sound in that stadium for a majority of that game. And then for them to just fight back. I know Josh Allen literally gave them the opportunity, but for them to just continuously fight back in the way that they won and the kid that had to return the story about him, incredible way to, to cap off a somber night, I would say, for the New York Jets and the Jets you just, fans. You just wonder, like, here's what I want to make the last point so we can move on. Yes. Last year, I didn't think the Giants were going to be that good, but I was like, ah, oh, hopefully they'll be competitive. Week we one, they played t- the week one against Tennessee, and we spotted them 13 points. We, and we came back and we fought, and we end up winning late in the fourth quarter. We, we scored on a two point play. Bullock misses the kick. Giants go one and zero. Now I know where they went two and zero, whatever four and one. But you know, some people say one game doesn't make a season, but sometimes it can be the it could be, could be the semi. It could be the short story to the bigger story. I just wonder, based on what we saw this weekend between two teams, what is going to be the ending of these stories of both these teams? Because I don't want to say it, but there is. Listen, I don't know what the Jets are going to do at quarterback. I have no idea. There's no quarterback that they can go get that's going to make this team better. The Rams are not trading for Stafford. They just won one and I think the Rams still think that they're a good team. Who you're not getting Brady. He's playing basketball with his kid in Rucker Park and he's and having fun and he's Dude, Brady's coming back. Book it. Matt Ryan stop. Matt Ryan couldn't <laughs> walk from here to the, my bathroom that's five feet away. And Philip River and Philip Rivers is probably and, 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 having and another here's the kid. Thing. Here's the thing. With this offensive line that we talked about, the Jets, you don't want a stationary quarterback. No. You'll get killed. You want I've, someone. I've heard the so, name. I've heard the name. Cam Colin Newton. Kaepernick. Cam, Cam Newton. Colin Kaepernick. I heard. Cam Newton, maybe Carson Wentz. But, like, I mean, here's the thing. If there was someone good enough, they would have been on an NFL roster. So there's really no hope. The Jets just hope have to hope that Zach Wilson, based on another offseason, based on the training and listening and learning from Aaron Rodgers, that he will improve enough where he won't be a detriment to this team. And he'll at least give this team – not to be great. Run. Here's the thing. You have two good running backs. If we saw one thing out of the Jets last night. You can run the football. You have two good running backs in Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. You have really good weapons on the outside. Run the football, which saves your quarterback. Play action pass. You got Garrett Wilson. You have Lazard. You have the tight ends. Use those pieces to your format. Play a defensive-minded game. All right? It's going to be tough to score points and compete against some of these teams. But your defense is good enough to shut people out. We, we They proved it last year. If the if the Jets averaged 20 points a game last year, they would have won 10 games. Well, so, that's what, so that's what Zach Wilson has to do. He has well, to be well, good not to lose because yeah. if not, you you ran off their next six games. Depending on how Zach Wilson plays, both of these teams by midseason, honestly, we'll could see, be wondering 
could be wondering what quarterback they're drafting in the top five next year. That is legitimately how these. I can't see. I can't. I can't watch to see the Giants get in the top five again. I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared for it because I I was. We got spoiled last year. Hold on. You would think the Jets are talented enough where that won't happen, but shit happens, and we don't know. This NFL season is crazy because we didn't even get into all the quarterbacks that we had listed in our top ten that all sucked this weekend. The only quarterback that we didn't have in our top ten was the best quarterback of the weekend. That was Tua, and then Purdy. All right. All the other quarterbacks did not play well. And then the Giants, listen, everything that people have been knocking us about, Daniel Jones, he isn't good enough. The offensive line hasn't been fixed. I don't, I really, I just don't know. I mean, are the, you go this weekend, if they barely get by Arizona, then the short week against San Francisco, and then you're like, oh my God, we still got to play the Jets. We still got to play the Bills. We still got to play Miami, New England, this team. And you're like, got to play, got to play Dallas again. Got to play Philly twice. Twice. I mean, thank God we don't have to play them till week 15. But you're like, okay, can we hope that we I mean, get to that point? I mean, you can look at this giant team going, Oh my God! Are we four and thirteen? Are we really playing for a top five? Ted, pick? I can't! I can't! I can't! Don't do that. Let's. Just, oh, just and here's the other thing. I don't want to even pos- talk about. And it. here's the other positive for the Jets: at least they don't have to give up their first round pick next year because yeah. he had to play into 70 percent of his snaps. Yeah, he got. The, so they're getting the second. So they'll get to keep the first round. Green Bay will get their but second. They'll give a second round pick. So New York. So the sports, Jets might be drafting a new quarterback next year. So yeah, but well, they're going to have to obviously, possibly, depending on how Zach Wilson plays, and this is a huge test this week. You have to play. We're going to see how good Zach Wilson really is because he didn't look great against a dom- good defense last night. Now you get to play the de- defense right now. Honestly, Trev, I don't even want to think about it right now. It's only week one. But I'm not thinking about it. I'm I'll just not. Shador, I'll take Shador Sanders. I'm not thinking about a quarterback right now because the Giants, you know what they did to me right now? Well, we'll see how this weekend. They gave me blue balls because last season they were so damn good in the sense of how they shocked everybody. What if they barely this beat team, and they and they asked and, and they added people to this team? And I'm thinking, okay, we might have a chance to really compete in the NFC because the NFC is wide open. And the Giants just go 40 to nothing and get 40 love. So, yeah, let's move on because I can't talk about the Giants anymore because the Giants very, very sadly have disappointed me. If they struggle with the Cardinals, Ted, yeah, we, uh, we're we going to have to be looking forward to hockey and basketball because this could be a long time. But, I mean, it's just the no, 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 the Jets will score. They got the Jets will score. Here's the thing: score. what you if you go to Let's gambling not make it trend, out to believe that the Dallas the Cowboys we, defense is like the the '85 Bears or the 2000 Ravens. Come on, the gambling trend is when teams win by 30 plus points the week before. The teams that the next week are a lot closer than people think. So you know what bothers me about this because he's an Eagles fan, and the Eagles are real, real effing lucky that the Patriots just didn't kick field goals and play a little smarter because the Eagles. Didn't look good either. And I'm glad you brought it. And I'm glad that Trev, who is an avid Eagles fan, you can check out his podcast too. I was on there a couple weeks ago discussing the NFC East. Let's talk about good teams win, great great teams cover. <laughs> well, this, other than the New York Jets and the New York Giants, in the past 27 minutes we just discussed about the New York teams. Wow. But that's what the past 48 hours have given us as Giant and Jet fans. It's It's been heartache, excitement, but – Sadness as well on top of it. So we'll see how the rest of the season plays out for the Big Apple. You just burp. Yeah. I just heard that as I picked my break. Just, the, the meats, the, the rice, the cheese I had. 
I got it. What, are you going to let one rip too? No, <laughs> no bro. Don't. I'm just trying to get that protein in and just gargling my stomach right now. <laughs> I just... Why am I like, such a... Why and, then I'm such like, a okay, I'm, and then I'm thinking, where's he going to go with this? He's just going to just say, listen, other than the two New York teams... No, I was going to... No, I was actually just like laughing because like, why am I in such a good mood? Because of the way the Giants play, and I'm like, I'm just excited because in like 48 hours, the Keys boys... The, the, the keys, boys, and I'm talking. We got us two, and we got the legend, the father of the Chaperone. keys, boys, all together in St. Pete. I'm effing excited. But football's back too, so that's another great thing. Got a great game on Thursday. Viking. Good luck to the Vikings against the Eagles. <laughs> so let's get into the rest of Week One to close out. There was a lot of up and downs in this week one, man. There was a lot of surprise. Like, I don't even know what to make of this season. If this, if week one shows anything about week uh, the rest of this season, holy hell. Well, think if about you're it. Be- if you're a betting man, if you're a betting man, you might lose a lot of money this year. You might also win some money, but you might I'll also. I'll tell you one thing. But think this about is a how wild season, season man. Think about how the season started. The season started with the Detroit Lions going into Kansas City and winning. Yeah. And shutting down Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey being hurt and Chris Jones not being there. And Kadarius Tony having uh, hands of stone. But then he wanted to come back and, and go after the Giant fans. Talk about a clown in sports. Kadarius Tony, please, you could come after us. I don't really care. You are the biggest clown because you shouldn't say shit, bro. You could say whatever you want about the Giants. But, bro, you are on national TV. You had wide open passes in your hand and you can't catch the one job you have and you can't even do. Another Florida great, by the way, Ted. Anyways, let's get into the rest of it because we talk about we talked about Aaron Rodgers, we talked about the elite quarterbacks, just the teams in general. Like I said, the Seahawks got their asses kicked at home by the Rams. A lot of people think the Rams are going to be maybe top ten pick this year. The Vikings lost to the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are going to be possibly. A, I mean, that was well, week one's always different. I get it. Browns. I mean, Joe. Bur- I mean, everybody wants to go after. Josh Allen last night, and fair enough because he did he he did literally toss the Jets a game. But Joe Burrow, massive deal that Friday before Week One, and comes out and and throws for eighty two yards. Like I get it, the Browns have been their kryptonite and Joe Burrow's kryptonite. But when you're that great of a quarterback and how we propel him as a top three quarterback in this league, other than Mahomes is the best quarterback to throw for eighty two yards in a passing league. I don't care who you are. It just doesn't happen. So there's a lot to take away from this entire week one. Ted, I'm going to ask you quickly. Two quick things. What do you think your biggest surprise was? Maybe your biggest disappointment? Because there was plenty of both. And I posted a couple polls. You can check it out on Keys to the City Facebook. Biggest disappointment week one. A lot of good interaction from it. And the biggest surprise of week one. So check that out at Keys to the City. But Ted... Yeah, well, the biggest surprise for me was San Francisco was the demolition of Pittsburgh. I thought Pittsburgh was going to be better. I really did. Yeah. I, me, and Pat were, me and Pat were talking. He's like, what do you like? I'm like, listen, I don't gamble but because I'm too damn cheap and whatnot. But I'm like, I would you know, take Pittsburgh with the points. Like, I, I figured Pittsburgh was revamped, you know, with Pickens and Deontay uh, Johnson, you know, Pat Fairmuth at the tight end. You figure Pickett will good in the preseason. They revamped yeah. the offensive line. Um, the defense would have helped. It's going to be the Steelers' defense. They're going to be They would have been so. much better. Pittsburgh's always – you know, hard nose, physical, you know, blue collar. 
they got taken to the woodshed, bro. They got smacked around like a little and then Fred Warner set the tone. Bam, first like drive of the game, scrapes over thing, crush Najee. Yeah, there was at one point that they had 200 yards of offense, and the Steelers had two. One. One so, yard of offense. So I mean, and and the domination, and Purdy, and then Purdy were good. I mean, Purdy coming off the Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk, bro. No, I get it, but Purdy, the confidence. Yeah, you know what I mean. Confident in his throw. But he was good last year too. That's the thing. Like he never. Yeah, but last year you can see guessing was no guessing. Everything was bang bang. He was he was efficient. You just wonder where he and this offense can take it because. I understand. He's not as talented as any of the top quarterbacks. He never will be as talented as those guys. He just doesn't have it. But if he could be the Steve Nash and be the distributor, I mean, there's – excuse me, but their best receiver is Brandon Ayuk. I'm sorry, but he's their number one. Well, he's, is, more of a, he's more of he's a receiver a, than Debo. Debo's yeah. just an – Debo's an athlete. No matter athlete. what Debo wants to say, he's an athlete. You put him he's, anywhere on the field, he'll he's Travis. He's Travis Hunter for Colorado, if you know who I'm talking yeah. about, folks. Yes. He could just yes. play all over the field. He could play running back receiver. You put him anywhere. Yep. And then you got Chris McCaffrey, 153 yards – did they even offense. use Kittle? Yeah, Kittle had a good day. Kittle had a good day. I didn't day. even notice if Kittle was on. That's how, like, yeah, Kittle had a good day. I know McCaffrey was great. Offensive line was dominant. Defense. <laughs> Nick Boza, first half, I think he only missed like two snaps. Like, no problem. Don't show up all preseason. Play. Well, that's your like super. Kids. That's your Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Have him, you have him winning the Super Bowl. So. Over, over the I have him in the Super Bowl, too. I had him over the Bills. So. <laughs> you had him in the. Last year, I took the Bills in 49ers. I'm over the Bills. Over. So. You know the the domination, pure dominance. Right? You you figured that I figured that game was going to be competitive, twenty to seventeen, hard nosed, physical. You yep. know what team was going to make the mistake late? Game was over before it started. It was kind of like the Giants game. It was literally total domination. And yep. then you just question. You're like, damn, is Pickett really the guy? Is he? I mean, what? I just. I get it. We're not going to overreact over one game just because the Giants got beat forty nothing or Pittsburgh. But doesn't you, mean, go on. Here's the thing, on. Pittsburgh played like shit at the beginning of the season last year and then it'll be rolling off like six straight finishing the season nine and eight. So Tomlin doesn't have doesn't have below five hundred winning records since he started. So disappointment? Hmm. Well let me hold on before you even get to disappointment, what I was gonna say, um just quickly before I let you get back to it is yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked about this last week when we did our preview show. I talked about the teams like the Giants, Steelers, Bears, Jets Teams that had something to prove this weekend, you know, confidence builder for the rest of the year, tone, tone yeah. center. Well, look, other than the Jets, the Jets won, but Rogers' injury is the bigger story. That's what. It, that's all that we're going to be talking about with them. Then you look at the rest of the three teams. They were awful. The Giants got shut out. The Giants are the only team that have no points this year. The Bears got their asses kicked and owned once again. No by not Brett Favre, no by not Aaron Rodgers, but Mr. Jordan Love and company. And then the Steelers. I mean, Lewis Riddick had them as a dark horse, his dark horse Super Bowl contender, and they got slapped around. So all three of those teams that we talked about last week of trying to prove a point, well, the critics oh, were yeah, really I mean, smiling and, and that even, day. Were really smiling on Sunday. Yeah, and even Seattle too. You know, with new, you know, that's another team. Absolutely, game, they would play better. Geno Smith. Then, but was they good. played the, the Rams. You would have thought they I mean, just take DK care. DK Metcalf might get suspended for a cheap shot yeah, hit. What, what, what a like, what a dick move. Like, really, yeah, it's yeah. such a dick. What kind of what kind of guy are you? You're supposed to be I a mean, captain, a leader of that team. I mean, here's the thing. Some some stories are just funny to see. Chargers again score thirty points and can't and can't win a game. Again, 
I blame the defense, but I, I mean, please fire. I'm not even a charger fan, but please, can we put a petition out to fire Brandon Staley? He is not a good coach. So, you know, that's another disappointment. It's like, I put up 30 points, but they lost again. So typical chargers, you nailed it on the head. The bears, the bears getting crushed at home. Like Jesus, Christmas. I mean, bro. I mean, like you're a bears fan. You're like, Oh my God, this team should be better. Like DJ Moore. Like we got picks like, F sake, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre are gone for the first time in like 25 years. Happen. years like, we, are, we have the better quarterback. We have the competitive team, and we got crushed at home. And yeah. and, and our offense looked pathetic. And Justin Fields looked like, oh my God, he didn't he look good. good. He didn't look good. And it's just like, what the? And then and here's another one. And sorry, I'm gonna jump on it. The Broncos again, like. I know that's a Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on. Let, let's hear about the Broncos and your love for uh, well, I mean, Russell Sean Wilson. Payne and Russell Wilson. I mean, you lost the Raiders. Ain't going to work, bro. The Raiders have all these issues. Josh Jacobs is – we don't know where – Chandler Jones is retweeting crazy things about people coming to his house. Devontae five, doesn't want – Devontae wasn't happy. Like Devontae – and they just go into Denver and they win a game and it's like <laughs> – like typical same shit. Like like Josh Allen, same, same shit, same day. Like – or different day. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Really, don't go after Josh. Come on. But Josh Allen said it. He said um, it last night. Russell Wilson, are you ready to throw in the towel on Russell Wilson, please? Well, let me finish the season. <laughs> Come on. Dude, you Let's just said the it. The ra- you just said it. Your face even said it. You're like, I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I mean, listen, it. I, didn't watch the much the game. I didn't watch much of the game because that was the least favorite Who game cares? to watch. You lost to the Raiders, a team that's going to be a possible top 10 pick this year, and you lost again. You at home. Russell Wilson is done. Russell Wilson is not elite. Is not going to be ever in that elite category. And he's, he's not done. Fame. Stop. Just stop with the cut. Yes, Russell Wilson is not going in the Hall of Fame. And, and, stop. And I, th- and I believe all the quarterbacks that got paid in the offseason all lost this weekend. No, sorry, Lamar won, but didn't. Well, Lamar won, but they didn't look good. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow lost. Herbert Awful. lost. Hurts, Hurts got paid, no, but did not play Hertz well. Did, Hertz did not play well, and that Eagles team, and even Sirianni said next year. I'm gonna play some. I gotta play yeah, starters. Was two preseason because series gonna make a difference. It's just the just the chemistry. I know that they had all the same thing, but you still want that chemistry back. You're gone for seven months. You want to try to get it all gelled up before going out into the year and play. I mean, they didn't look good. I get it. The weather plays a factor. I understand, but they did not look good. Overall, there was a lot of playoff teams that just did not look good. The Ravens, yes, they played the Texans, and the Texans are not going to win a lot of games. But I also did say yes. I'm glad you brought up. That Shane Steichen of not being with the Eagles, I think is going to play a major factor for the Eagles moving forward. But there was many playoff teams that just did not look good at all. The Vikings didn't look good. The Giants, we already know. The Eagles, even though they won, did not look good. The only teams that looked good from the playoffs in the NFC was Dallas and the 49ers. Everybody else looked awful or subpar, to say the least. And then the D, and then. The AFC, the great AFC that we were just talking about. Well, Rodgers is gone. So that's one less guy we're going to be talking about. It's just like when you see this season, man, how this week one unfolded, it was like, wow. I don't know what to expect. I I don't know what each and every outcome is going to be. Right now, I would say other than Dallas and San Francisco in the NFC, it's a wide open field for anybody to take the crown because I don't, I don't, after this weekend, the probably the best team on in the AFC is Miami. At least dangerously, offensively, they're dangerous. And after week proves, one, yeah. And it proves that if Tua stays healthy, 
they're as scary as any offense in the league, if not the best. And he's an MVP top three candidate easily. Yes. Tyreek Hill is up there. Um, Justin Jefferson had a huge first half, didn't do much in the second half, but still. But that's a wide-open AFC now. And if Tua can stay healthy, that puts them. And then the NFC right now it looks like Dallas and 49ers are the front runners. But you, you really don't know what to make of the season right now. It's so – I get it. It's a, This is what we do in the NFL every week. We overreact. We freak yeah, out. Course. Oh, my God. A team gets blown out. They have a show. It's the Monday. Week, overreaction Monday, bro. So my biggest surprise – I don't know my surprise because, like, I mean, made the Brown, but the way the Browns defense like they didn't look great offense. Deshaun Watson did not look good again, but their defense looked really good. For me, the biggest surprise, I guess it's the Dolphins because of the fact that like we saw this matchup a year ago. And listen, and the Chargers and the Chargers shut this offense down with Tua and, and company. And to see Tua throw for 450 yards, to see 66. Tyreek Hill, huh? For 66, and to see Tyreek go for 200, like 200 yards or whatever yards, he had. 11 catches, 200, 215 210 yards. yards. And it's like, touchdowns. wow. If Tua, if Tua can stay healthy, man, like Ted said, 100% agree. This is the team that is going to cause a lot of headaches for defensive coordinators for the rest of the season because they have so much speed on the outside and they're only going to add pieces back because their star left tackle, Teron Armstead, was out. Their star cornerback, Jalen Ramsey, we don't know when he's going to come back, so that's going to be another addition. If Tua can stay healthy, could be the biggest question mark moving forward for the rest of the NFL because we already saw glimpses last year what he did offensively and that team went healthy, and now we just saw week one. My biggest thing is disappointment, other than the Giants, probably, probably the Bengals, man, or the Bills. I, I really think the Bengals and Bills, the way that those two teams played just was from two teams that we all thought, and I get it, it's week one. We understand they're both teams should will probably be in the playoffs, but just those starts to the season, division fo- foes going against, and yeah, like Joe Burrow, we know that the Browns have owned them, just like the Giants have been owned by the Dallas Cowboys, and both teams laid absolute eggs, duds, awful performances. There was just no life, it seemed like. Joe Burrow just got paid the biggest, fattest contract in the history of in the NFL, and he only threw for 82 yards. And Josh Allen is so disappointing for me because I'm a huge Josh Allen fan. And for him to take the – seems like just continuously sliding down the wrong path in the sense of terms of quarterbacks since that divisional game in 2021, it's just so disappointing to see. So I'm not even going to just go with, like, teams. I, I guess I'll just say, like, players too. Like Josh Allen and, and Joe Burrow, major, major disappointments. Not name the Giants for me. Steelers, I understand. I agree with you, too. The Steelers, I mean, we all thought the Steelers were going to come in and play the 49ers. Hell, this is going to be a hell of a game. And they laid an absolute dud, too. I got my biggest surprise. And we just talked about them. The Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love, man. I if, like you just said about Zach Wilson, Ted. Like you just said, he's the perfect example. Like you just said about Zach Wilson. If he can play to the potential of not making mistakes when his team needs him to make a throw too as well, I think the Packers will be fine because they didn't have Christian Watson. We'll see how his hamstring plays out. It's the hamstring. It's the year of the hamstring. But Aaron Jones, his hamstring deal, their defense was ferocious. It looked like a couple years ago. And the Chargers uh, and the Giants. Me? Me? Yeah. 
Oh, my God. Good thing you took the Eagles and the Niners. Oh, and on, top of it, and on top of it, I would have taken uh, the Bills, too. Over the Jets. So, but that's just like, like the Packers. To see the way that they played against a team that everybody thought, hey, this team's going to win the division, and they got absolutely smacked around again. And no, Aaron Rodgers is not there, and Brett Favre is not there. No, Jordan Love is there, and they still put up 38. Wow. They're impressed by the Packers because if they can play well, that could look like a two-team race because the Lions, I don't think – the Lions are not going anywhere. The Lions are going to be around. And then the Vikings, I mean, the Vikings had their chance last year. They have Kirk Cousins. Great guy. If you haven't seen the, the, the Netflix series quarterback, you'll really have a love for Kirk Cousins as a person and maybe even as a player. But he's just what he is. He's as advertised. He's not going to win you any big games. Lost to my boy Baker. It's a hell of a week one. It's a hell of a week one. Two nothing Red Sox over the Yanks. Yeah, whatever. Baseball's over with. I'm about. I'm like on. We got to see how this week plays out for the Giants because I'm already looking at like late October for like when's basketball season and hockey coming back. It's like what the hell? I get so excited. You get so excited for this, and they just shoot you down, man. They just shoot you down. But a great week one. It's a great week one. And just good to see that football all together is fully back for fans. Any last words, Ted? Let's get ready for week two. Yeah. Don't know what to make of it. Don't know what to make of it because don't know what we are going to be like. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. We're going to be back next week. We're going on vacation, so we will not be back until next week to discuss back, week we'll two. We'll be back next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll be back in a week. We will be back talking week two. See how the Cowboys play after the huge win against the Jets. We've got some big games, too, this week. What's the schedule? Do you got the schedule? I mean, I know the Before Browns we get off, before we get off, can you just give me some games that are uh, noteworthy? Yeah, I got it right here. Give me, well, Let's you got it. the Jacksonville-Kansas City game. Huge game. Kansas City, could they go 0-2? Because I don't know if Kelsey uh, – they haven't said anything about Kelsey yet. I know the report comes out tomorrow. So we know the Thursday night game, Minnesota-Philly. You said that. Green Bay, at, Green Bay at Atlanta. You know, both teams won. We'll see what happens. Vegas at Buffalo. You figure Buffalo takes it yeah. out. Excuse me, on Vegas. Baltimore at Cincinnati, 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah, that's a huge game. Huge Seattle game. at Detroit. We'll see what happens. See huge if Detroit game for Seattle. Chargers-Tennessee, both loss. We'll see what happens there. Chicago-Tampa, who cares? <laughs> Um, Kansas City at Jacksonville. Let's see. That's Remake. a huge game. What is that? A one o'clock game versus Houston. Anthony Richardson versus CJ Stroud. Is that Jacksonville game a one o'clock game? Yep. Oh, I wish that was a late game. Then the four o'clock games are San Francisco at the Rams. We'll see what happens we'll there. See what the, we'll at, see how legit Rams are. Giants at Arizona. Jets at Dallas. Washington at Denver. And then the eight twenty game Miami at New England. And then the Monday you got two Monday night games too. Yeah. You have uh, divisional, New game, divisional games. Four, yeah, New Orleans at Carolina, who cares? And then Cleveland at Pittsburgh, which should be a good one. That's the second. <laughs> Ted should just tell us every time, every week, we should have Ted just come on and go through the schedule and be like, yeah, who cares? No, who cares? Yes, this is a good one. No, who cares? Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Most people, unless you're a fan of those teams, really don't care. I mean, Houston Colts, who really gives a hell I mean, Anthony Richardson yeah, against CJ Stroud? Yeah, great. That, come on. Unless you have a fantasy player. Ohio State, Ohio State versus Florida, boys. All right. Well, we know what's going to happen there then. <laughs> He's going to drop the ball. He's going to stone hands. He's going to get probably arrested. Florida's going to win again. Yeah, right. Like I don't know. He looked, Richardson looked pretty good. 
exactly. Teams are going to, both teams are going to regret not taking him. We'll see. It's okay. Bryce Young looks like a little, look like a little boy. What do you expect? He's 5'8", uh, 5'9". I, five, nine. I mean, Whatever. everybody did. Oh, Kurt, he's going to be great. There's a reason why it doesn't really happen in the NFL nowadays. Yeah, why yeah. short guys like us don't succeed in the NFL, especially if you're a quarterback. Trust me, I know. Oh, well, Drew Brees. Great. Drew Brees is the outlier. Nobody else is. Kyler Murray. Let's pump the brakes on that guy. Are the Giants really going to start 0-2, Ted? I don't know, Chuck. Well, I just asked him because we're, we're not going to be around until next week, like we'll, I said. We'll so. figure it out. But it was a great show. <laughs> Ending stream now. <laughs> no. Ladies and gentlemen, we're Keys of the City. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy week two. We'll be back next week. See you next episode. We're out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.